0: All right, so uh, a two-word question, what happened?
1: Well, I think there's a couple of things, and, and, and I and I also think it's important not to overthink it all. I mean, it's baseball, and, and you have series where you don't play as well, and there's a reason why um, the worst teams in baseball typically don't even lose 100 games. I mean, 100 games is usually quite a feat if you lose that many. So, I mean, somebody's winning you know, 62, 65, 67 games, even when they're not. Um, you know, quality baseball team by our standards, and that means they're probably beating some quality teams along the way, so I, I think, number one, it's important not to overreact to it, but number two, I mean, this is a young baseball team, and I think we've talked a lot over the course of this year that that youth has been a benefit for the Brewers, and I still think that it has been. Um, I think that that's helped this team bounce back from tough losses, bounce back from series like the one they just experienced against the Reds, but I also think it's a young team, and so Um, When you're a young, talented team in the middle of a playoff race, it's probably a little bit easier to to play with a little bit of a fire when you're going out there and facing the Dodgers or the Nationals come to town or this weekend against the Cubs. And and it may be a little bit of a a trap situation when you go play the Reds. I think the Brewers were prepared to play, don't get me wrong. But I think the, the emotion that goes behind it, you can't really simulate. That, that, that may have something to do with it, but I also think they caught the Reds at a bad time. The Reds have had one of the better records in baseball uh, since August 1st, and their starting pitching has been really good over the last three weeks, and that's, of course, been their Achilles heel. That's a decent Reds offense. The pitching has just been atrocious all year long, um, and it's starting to come around a little bit, and so you couple that with a Reds offense that actually it scored more runs than the Brewers coming into that series and that's not a great recipe, and, and it, it, it was a bump in the road, and that's what the Brewers have to look at it as, in my opinion, is a bump in the road. There's still plenty of this season left. Um, you've put yourself in a position to play meaningful baseball games in September, so you can't worry about lost opportunities. You got to worry about the opportunities that are in front
0: of you. The team uh, makes the decision to kind of move guys back in the rotation, so they're able to get their top three guys in there against the Cubs. Nelson, Anderson, Davies. Do you like that? Um, that, that they're real, they're they're obviously making this series against the Cubs incredibly important and showing how important it is by uh, moving the rotation to get those three guys in that series.
1: Yeah, I think so. I I'm, and I think that. You know, when you looked at the Red series, you had Chase Anderson and Zach Davies going on the front end of it. Um, and so you felt there's no way anybody anticipated that you were going to get swept in that series. Um, so I think it's easier to look at that now after you got swept by the Reds and go, oh, maybe they should have thrown Nelson on Wednesday. But there's just no way to have anticipated that was going to happen when you set the rotation the way that you did. And I think to to get Jimmy on the mound against the Cubs tomorrow night it is a really good thing. I mean, Jimmy Nelson has pitched so well this year. He's, like any starting pitcher, had a few times out where it hasn't gone his way. But for the most part, uh, he's been just a workhorse. He's been a strikeout machine. And he has realized the potential in 2017 after having the struggles that he had last year. And it also sets you up then to bring back Chase and Zach this weekend. And you got your guys going. I mean, these three guys, I was telling somebody um, – this was, I think, on Tuesday morning before Davies took the hill, and and I, and I understand that Anderson lost on Monday and and Davies lost on Tuesday. But I, when when those three guys, any one of those three guys, get the baseball, you feel like you're going to win. I mean, that's how good they've been this year, and how good their stuff has played. And so um, I, I I like it. I think this is a this is a big series. It still is a very big series, despite being down maybe a little bit. Uh, by a bigger margin than you anticipated it would be when the series came around and understand that, yeah, you're not going to catch the Cubs in this series. We go win this series, or if you could find a way to sweep this series, that four gamer in a couple of weeks at Miller parks is going to be absolutely gigantic. Um That's the beauty of September baseball. You get a lot of games against the teams you're either chasing or trying to separate yourself from, and it has a way of separate, separating itself out.
0: From a wild-card perspective, who are you more concerned about, the Rockies or the Cardinals?
1: Um, that, that's a really good question. And I, I, I guess I would say Rockies just because that's the team that's currently in the spot, um, and you don't have the control over them that you will with you know three games still against the Cardinals left. And so I guess I will say Rockies. The Rockies' schedule, though, is not very kind. I mean, they they open up the series with the Dodgers, and then they've got uh, a handful of games with the Diamondbacks left. And so um, they're going to lose some games here coming up uh, over the next week or so. And you figure that gives the the crew a chance to make a move on the Rockies a little bit in the standings. That thing's bunched up. Any one of those three teams could very easily come out as the second NL wildcard. And that's what makes this September – race even that much more fun you know in the beginning of august it looked like it was there was one path and it was to win the central and now this second door has made itself available and it's made scoreboard watching more fun it's made you know in some ways it's probably added some pressure but in some ways it maybe takes a little bit of pressure off too because you don't have to worry about keeping pace with the cubs every single night um, because there is that other door that's still available to you too
0: not that it's a moral victory, but even – let's let's go to a proverbial situation where the Brewers don't make it to the postseason this year. How valuable is playing in these games in September for these young guys who are going to be part of this team going forward?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it's a moral victory. I think it's just a huge step forward, and it's confidence gained, it's experience gained, and it just continues to add to that foundation that's been built going back to the beginning of the 2016 season spring training the first spring training that Craig Council had you know as the manager of this organization because he didn't have that in 2015 when he took over in May and and I think from that point forward there's just been a lot of things that he's done that's been big picture uh, that has been about developing a culture within the organization and I I think you've seen it trickle down and I think you've seen it take effect uh, in a big way here in 2017 and I think these games in September will only benefit that continuing to grow moving forward. This is an exciting time to be a Brewers fan. Yes, they're locked in a playoff battle right now, and your hope is that they can get over the top and they can get themselves into the playoffs. It would be an unbelievable story if this team can do that this year. But even if they fall short of that, there are going to be big expectations for 2018 with a very young core still in place, with some young, exciting arms. I mean, I think what this pitching staff could round into in the next couple of years is it's really exciting. And it puts the front office in a really strong position where, um, you know, they don't have to go throw the huge money if they don't want to on some big contract to try and fill out their rotation. They're going to have internal options to put that rotation together moving forward. And I think from a position player standpoint, they're in good shape, too. So they can more complement this roster rather than have to go out there and make the big splash. And I think that was the whole point. That was the, the initial plan that David Stearns had when he started to put this thing together. And I think even he would probably tell you, this has come together a little bit faster than anybody thought it would. And that's exciting.
0: Last thing for you are you some broadcasters love going to Wrigley Field because it's Wrigley Field some don't because it's old and small and there's some challenges that go along with it which side do you fall on that
1: I will never ever ever complain about going to any ballpark in major league baseball it's just um, you know Wrigley it, it has its challenges like you said just because it's an older ballpark but that's what also makes it great it gives it All that character. I'll I'll tell you what. One of my favorite things is walking through the the tunnel on your way out to the to the Brewers' dugout from the Brewers' clubhouse. Um, You can kind of you don't have to close your eyes. You can just kind of slow down and listen to the echoes and smell the the dampness that's in there. You know that almost musty smell, and you realize there's been some unbelievable people walk through these tunnels (laughs) over the course of time. So. Uh, look, I, I'm lucky enough to get a call. Major League Baseball, um, Wrigley. Wrigley is cool to me. Uh, none of these stadiums will ever not be cool to me. I enjoy every single one of them. They're all a blast to be at, uh, and I think the nostalgia of Wrigley's pretty cool. And, and for a baseball geek like me, I enjoy being there. But I do get it. I mean, it, it is uh, when you think about all the luxuries we have now in these newer ballparks. And just speaking from a broadcaster standpoint, it's a different deal when you go to Wrigley, but um, I'm, I'm 36. Walking the ramps is, is no big deal, and, and uh, I enjoy doing it. I, I, I have fun there.
0: All right, Lane, we're going to be talking to you every week on the program. Looking forward to it uh, down the stretch of the season. Thanks so much for your time.
1: You bet. Appreciate it, Matt.
0: All right, very good. There's Lane Grendel joining us here on Brewers Weekly.